Cinema 7. Time and money for girls covered with honey. Till I aspire to be as cunning. Feeling a rock and a roll, a B size D cup. Order the quarter deluxe. Why don't you wait? Come on, mine is kind of blowing like an oil projector. And you get up and you get the chimney. Protector, wait for certain and work and explode it. She woke up in the morning and her face was coated. What are you studying? The man on the mind. Do what you like. Welcome to this gaming edition of Cinema 7. I am your host, Mario Bakari, and joining me on today's episode is AKA Phoenix, also known as Kevin, and also with me is good friend Diasta, or as we call him, Scott Die, the murderer. And he's the Josh Joke Captain, Joshua Haddix. On today's gaming episode, we're going to be talking about franchises that we believe have weakened or franchises that we believe have been strong throughout their tenure or franchises that have made a comeback. And uh, before we get into that, we're going to talk a little bit about a game that just released to break us into the main event or these subjects. Halo Wars 2 just released this past week. Um, now, I know there's a lot There's a lot of... Um, we'll get into the whole Halo subject in our main event with one of our questions, but... Um, is Halo Wars considered a good RTS? Have you guys played Halo Wars? Because I've had a couple friends. I've had one friend who really liked Halo Wars, and I've met a few people who are like, it's not that great of an RTS because it limits you, and it, it tries to be too challenging compared to uh, letting you just enjoy uh, real like re- enjoy it as a strategy game. It, I don't know. What, what, what's your guys' opinion on Halo Wars? Or do you want to just jump right into the main event and start talking about well, Halo in general? Um, I can I can do a quick little thing on RTS games. I have not personally played Halo Wars 2, but RTSs are actually one of my favorite genres of game in general. I love strategy games. I love things that require you to sit down and like plan, do army control, all that kind of stuff. And the biggest thing I can say is, again, haven't played the Halo 1, but an RTS game has to be hard. There can't be an easy mode because it's just a walkthrough at that point. It's like a tutorial. So the fact that if, if it is that hard, that makes me want to play it that much more. The idea that it is a hard strategy game instead of an easy breeze in the park. Which I understand, but like I did play the original Halo Wars, and uh, I've also played a few RTS. Mind you, I do not play a ton of RTS because even for me, like especially playing PvP, I cannot keep up. I don't like micromanaging like that. That's my thing. Yeah, that's. I think that's why I, yeah. I'm, I'm not drawn to the. I mean, I like the idea of real time strategy because mm-hmm. I like strategy things. Yes. Especially when I play like shooters, I'm like, I want to plan this out. Want to like go in in a mission yes. and do whatever. Especially in multiplayer, I'm like, if we spread out here and we do this, blah blah, we can yeah. get him in a crossfire. Mm-hmm. But, but RTS is just too much to handle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is kind yeah, of yeah. my thing. Exactly. That's where it depends what kind of RTS. Yeah. Because you but have things like World of War. Warcraft, yeah. or not World of Warcraft, but like uh, Warcraft, Warcraft 3. 3. And like StarCraft 2. Starcraft. As much as I like StarCraft 2, I can't handle playing it against other people. See, I, I play online, but that's yeah. because that's a game that you're not doing the RTS in a teamwork basis per se. Even mm-hmm. when you do like 2v2, 4v4, yeah. you still really are for yourself. Yeah. yeah. So but, that's um, kind of how that works out. But the thing about Halo Wars that I noticed is that it's a very simplified RTS. It's very... 
like streamlined and simplified. It's made for a controller and it's also made to be not as chaotic as a regular RTS, which was what drew me into it. That's why I played it. Cause sounds it's like a good selling point. And that's the thing. Like that's, it's hard, but it's not as hard as Starcraft or war or uh, Warcraft three or anything like that. But it's also very simplified. Like there's a lot less micromanagement Okay. Which is what I enjoyed about it. That's why I liked Halo Wars 1. Um, and as long as they keep to that kind of idea with Halo Wars 2, I can probably get back into it. Okay. One quick comparison question for you then. Okay. Did you play Heroes of the Storm by Blizzard at all? Yeah, of course I did. Now, you've also played League. Yeah. Would you say that Heroes of the Storm was a simplified version of League and that's what made it enjoyable? Yes, that's I w- exactly what I would say. So that's yeah. what that's why I kind of want to try Halo's Halo Wars two now. Like I yeah. think you just sold but the me big on thing for is that, that reason alone. And I definitely think that that's a good way to put it. Like, there's nothing wrong with Heroes of the Storm. They take out a lot of the stupid micromanagement stuff that most mobas do, which is what I enjoy about Heroes of the Storm. You have to worry about one thing: talents uh, and making sure that your entire team is covered. Like, it's protect each other, protect yourself, and then you know pick your talents for whatever your combat is. And what get the smite? objectives. It's smite is still a lot of the micromanagement, but it's uh, it feels like a different kind of game. Yeah. Because of the third person aspect, but it's still fun. You know? So I don't know. But like all that back to Halo, to the Halo Wars. What about the, XCOM? Ox- XCOM's like your squad though. Like you XCOM's get a squad. not necessarily RTS as much. It's more of turn based, so it takes that pressure out yeah. for the how oh, you do okay, things yeah. now. Yeah, yeah, XCOM is like is almost more like a turn based strategy RPG. Yeah, I would turn-based, say. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, well, strategy RPG is what I was getting at. Yeah. I, I would say it's almost closer to that. So, um, I, th- I, Josh, do do you have an opinion on RTS or um, Halo Wars? Not my cup of tea, honestly. Yeah. I just have no comment. I do feel like, just me personally, if I was going to try, I'm not paying $60 for it. Yeah. I just feel like that's too much. It looks like, it looks like a, mo- a mobile game on my phone. Yeah. In my opinion, I'm not really into those kind of games, so I can't really say too much about it. That's fair. Especially if you're not into that game from the first place. That's a heavy amount to drop for something you may not even like that much. Plus, since sense. Bungie's gone now, I kind of don't care for Halo, honestly. And since you just said that, let's actually get into the main event. So for this main event, what we're going to do is, um, I'm going to we made a list. We compiled a list, all of us, of uh, game franchises we believe uh, have been st- strong or you know made a comeback or have weakened, and I'm going to name them off and we're going to have a discussion on them, um, or you know we'll see how long the discussion goes, or, and we'll go around the table and see what everyone thinks uh, is, is has it been strong or has it been weakened. Pretty much what I just said. So. Um, the first game on the list we're going to say is Halo, since we just talked about Halo Wars and stuff. Uh, Kevin, do you think Halo Wars has been has weakened or? I think, I think overall as a franchise, like up until I'd say Halo Three, mm-hmm. like where Bungie was still in control, everything was fantastic, and then Four was meh at best. Five was trying to be Call of Duty. And I just couldn't. And I, I legitimately, I played it for 20 minutes and stopped playing it. Yeah, I, I agree. Like, yeah. like uh, Halo Reach was, was good. Um, the whole, uh, is that the one where they added, kind of, they started to add, like, uh, abilities and stuff? Yes. See, that, that was all right. Um, Halo 4 is where it totally turned me off, though. Like, Halo Reach, I didn't think 
everyone loves the story. I didn't. I thought the story was kind of garbage, in my opinion. Because sounds good as the books. Yeah, the books are pretty Phenomenal. good. Phenomenal. Um, but I don't know. I I think Halo Four is where it lost me. Like the story just they tr- were trying to make it too epic, and they didn't. I don't think they tried to take what the story where the story came from and where it should go i feel like they're just like what could we do next to improve upon i don't know do you see what i'm saying like yeah just to get the sales i guess or to build on that that's actually what i was going to go ahead and bring up is that when you really look at it from like halo 3 and prior they weren't out there just to sell the games or to hit the big market points they were there to make their game their story and to have you really play and feel like you're in a situation it really brought forward that factor like you're there to experience it i feel like once halo 4 came out it was during the time when things like call of duty and battlefield were strong and they wanted something for more of a multiplayer aspect yeah and they played hand first into that and ever since then they've been shooting more for where's the bigger market and less for what made them themselves exactly um especially like halo 5 like halo 4's multiplayer wasn't as fast paced as 5 but like Mm -hmm. Halo, I don't know if you guys played Halo Five multiplayer. It was so fast paced, it like it picked up, and that's the whole uh, Call of Duty like era is ba- is what I, what how I feel. Um, the best mode on Halo Five was the Breakout or whatever it was, uh, where you eliminate them the whole team and then it goes by rounds. I thought that was by far the best like search mode. and destroy. Yeah, it was the, by far the best uh, mode on that on Halo Five for me, but. I agree. I think I think Halo is weakened. Josh, what's your opinion on it? Before we get into, I get two F fours this episode. Okay, are you gonna use both of them right now? No. Okay. <laughs> Let me tell you where Halo fucked up. Microtransactions. I agree. Halo, Halo five. five yeah. Halo five microtransactions. As soon as I found that out about multiplayer, and people I was like, defend no. it. They're like, well, you can actually play the game and earn it. Correct. Yeah. If you play like a thousand games for one card pack, or you just buy it for five dollars right there. That's what they screwed up. I four, I didn't really care for, but I played it. And I was like, you know, what? it's all right. Five, like you said, garbage. Yeah. Again, plays right back into less where the story is, more where the money is today as a company. So I'm gonna have to go with they're definitely going downhill right now. Um, the next one I'm gonna lift uh, name is uh, Final Fantasy. I'm just gonna say straight up, it's. I think it's every everybody pretty much loves every. Every single Final Fantasy game has been put out except for maybe like 13 or um, 13-2, you know, stuff like that. But I think they've stayed strong because there's a there's a fan base for those games. So, um, I don't know. What, we'll go around the table again. Kevin, what's your opinion on Final Fantasy as a whole? Uh, okay, so confession time. I have played every Final Fantasy to date with the exception of eleven. Mm-hmm. Every last one of them. <laughs> there are four that I can even think of to try to say were bad. And believe it or not, three of them are sequels. So, and one of them's a mainline, but that's 13 was trash. Let's be real. <laughs> um, 13 was really great graphically, but they just didn't put the work into it like they should have. Yeah. 15, I. Uh, Oh God, fifteen! I could rant about fifteen all day. It, good it's or just bad? so good. Really? It, it's so good. Uh, I'm actually about to go through. I'm waiting for more of the DLC to drop because I want to do a second playthrough, but I want to do it with all the DLC. Yeah. But like, I'm, the urge to play that game gets strong every like every day. I look at it in my phone on my PlayStation. And I'm like, 
I should go back and finish 15. Nope, wait, wait for the DLC. Wait for the DLC. Scott, I think that the biggest thing with Final Fantasy and the thing that they're doing right is the exact thing that Halo did wrong. Where Halo went wrong and started focusing more on the money. Final Fantasy was in its own little niche of being a great turn-based or even real-time strategy game and really capitalizing on story and strategy at the same time. Um, they ran with that for a long time. They've got it down to a science. And as much as I think that it's eventually it'll get old, they always surprise me. It always feels fresh. I mean, Final Fantasy Zero was so fun to play for me, and I can't tell you why the idea of throwing cards around seemed cool. But yeah. different weapons, different characters, different stories. Type Zero was surprisingly good. I actually looked at it like it's going to be terrible. There's no way in the world this game is good. I started playing it, and the next thing I knew, I was looking at the end scene, and I'm like, what happened? I just spent 80 hours in this game. <laughs> and that's, again, that's what they do well. It's And and as long as they keep doing what they're doing, they're not going to stop. How it did works I get out here? great. <laughs> How did I get here? <laughs> and then the one thing they did that was also just beautiful is the online aspect that they did for the multi the MMO mm. that they everybody had been wanting for so oh. long. And they found a way to sit there and take their already amazing algorithms and say, hey, how do we bring this to more people at once and give it that multiplayer aspect that we know we can? And 14. Nailed just, it. I'll, nailed tell it. You, oh, 14. I'll tell you what. I think it, I mean, I think WoW has been basically going downish for a while because, you know, eventually a game like that will get old. But I think Final Fantasy 14 could be the wow killer could claim to be the wow killer because that prestigious title yeah because i like i hear people talk more about final fantasy 14 than i do wow right now and i mean obviously i have only a few friends that play but like even in the gaming when you're in the gaming public you never hear anybody talk about wow much anymore and i i feel like i hear more about final fantasy 14 than i do personally about wow so i feel like if you want to say something is the wow killer i'd put out there final fantasy 14 but that's my opinion obviously that could be argued but so once again opinion but give it to the end of the year watch what happens because final fantasy 14 has been out for a while if it keeps strong for this one more year not even one more year like they've got stormblood coming out that's going to be a resurgence in and of itself and like the thing is is that like i'm with you like i like i said earlier i've played wow i tried to get back into it every expansion and it just cannot keep my attention final fantasy 15 hooked me or 14 sorry 14 hooked me from the minute i picked up the controller and i subscribed to that game for six months straight i played it for six friggin months i was shocked because i don't play mmos like that i just don't yeah i don't don't, i'm not really a big mmo guy but I remember I was talking to our friend Berto who plays, and he was telling me about. I see. I don't know if they do this on other MMOs. They probably do, like, I, probably like EverQuest and stuff like that. Probably is real big. Um, but the whole role playing community that sit around and actually like role play characters in the world, like as if they're doing regular things or if they live there, like that is b- unbelievable to me. That makes me want to actually buy the game and play it just to see what other people are doing or interact with that whole role playing community. I f- I think that's so cool. But um, I, see, I don't know if they do that in WoW. They, they might. They probably do. Um, but I feel like that's something more of like a like an EverQuest or something like this. But I, that does, that whole aspect interests me. They get it. And you know, Samurai since Samurai coming out. Um, yes. 
Josh, you have an opinion on Final Fantasy? Especially you guys said, um, it's been strong a lot. Like uh, Kevin said, thirteen obviously was wasn't the best. Let's be honest. Um, I remember just still. I think it was a seven on the PS One, correct? Where it came mm-hmm. in four discs because it was so freaking huge. That was eight. Was eight? Oh, yeah, oh eight was gosh. four discs. Eight was four. Seven was three. Because the cover yeah. of the PS One was of the, of the cover of the game was uh, yeah. it was like cloud. You know what else was uh, four? Mm-hmm. I think three or four was Legend of Dragoon. Yeah. You guys ever play that? I missed that game so much. Where's the remaster of Legend of Dragoon? Right. Where the where the game company's at? Listening to this remastered Legend of Dragoon. We need it. Whoa! Look at the volume right there, boy. <laughs> he's excited. That's when you know um, he's serious. That's when you know. Right. So, uh, yeah. I th- do you, should we just move on to the next uh, game then? Yeah. To be honest, yeah. Because the big thing too is, um, I never played Final Fantasy. I've never only played. A damn I've only game. played Tactics. I will. But in I the com- in the gaming community, it's safe I've to say. A few. It's safe to say Final Fantasy has kept its kept strong. Stayed strong. The only thing that I do have a hard time with with Final Fantasy is that as a guy who is way too into achievements, like the moment it all, that all happened, Xbox and PlayStation, like it, it ruined my gaming everything, my life. Um, so when I started seeing achievements, I started playing games like Final Fantasy and also namely Final Fantasy thirteen. I was really big in trying to collect everything, do all the missions, and that's right there where it where it fell apart for me. It's a grind. It is it's a massive too grind. much grind. It's okay to have a grind game. Don't get me wrong. But, but that's there the is a line. <laughs> Most Final Fantasies actually balance that out really, really well. But because of the achievement system, they've started to get a little more out of hand with it. Yes, yes. Because yes. I remember the older games, if you did want to grind, there were story-based things you could do. You didn't have to stay on the one track. And I think that's actually where Final Fantasy thirteen went wrong, is the grind system felt like a grind system and less like a you go and be in your the own hero. stupid Crystarium. Like, even if you leveled yourself out to the max, there were certain bosses that would wreck you like you weren't there. I hated it. Oh, yeah. So, overall, did did we say that goes up or down yet? I think we all say this stayed strong, basically. I would say so, yeah. Even with those certain games that people disliked, uh, Final Fantasy always found a way to bounce back and make something. Like, the next next game right after was always pretty good. It's their niche. Um, So... Here we go. This is going to be a big uh, conversation one, maybe. Uh, Call of Duty. Josh, go ahead. Start Call of Duty. Weakened? Strong? Dude, it's Come obviously back. weakened. It is so weakened right obviously. now. Obviously. Like, and my thing is, too, with... Okay, this is pissing me off. So I bought... Um, what was it called? What's the new one called? Infinite Warfare, correct? Infinite Warfare. Yeah, for Modern Warfare. I, mean, I remember I eventually caved, and I was like, nope, I'm going to get it. Got it in January. Played it. Three, four times. Now everyone's like, hey, they updated with new maps for free because all DLC from Modern Warfare Remastered is free. I was like, legit, that's awesome. New gun camo, cool. They added a new um, new trader to it at first, and everyone's like, that's not part of the original, but it's just for camos. I thought, like, you know, it doesn't affect the game at all. And then they had the freaking nerve to add supply drops to it, and that's when everyone was, they're, fucked, they're pretty much done. I almost said it, so I still have one more left, so it didn't count. But um, that's basically where they screwed up. So they added microtransactions to a game that didn't have microtransactions. Oh, I'm going to get loud at this point because I because Modern Warfare Two was amazing. I played that in high school with all my Everyone friends. Everyone says Modern Warfare Two is the best one. It is. In my honest, god awful opinion, just say it. It's okay. Call of Duty Three or Call of Duty Two are still the best in the franchise. That is my opinion. Correct me if I'm wrong, but they had the the more Halo like gameplay where you actually had to go around the map and pick up your guns, right? Yes. 
Okay. No, I can understand that, but the the thing that was that Modern Warfare Modern Warfare revolutionized first person shooter multiplayer because it was the first one to introduce the loadout system. Yeah. Which is why it's so loved and why it's so hailed and regarded as such a good game. Which is why Halo crashed. Exactly. <laughs> that was the that because was the Halo killer. Didn't keep keep with its thing? Halo. Yep, Halo picked up and was like, Oh, people like the loadouts. loadout system. Let's make it more COD like lost themselves, gone. That was it right there. That's yeah, when I started going for the public. You can sprint now. <laughs> no, it's yeah. unlimited sprint now. Yeah, uh, it's ability. Yeah, or nah, something. That perks. Was, and that was the thing. Like Modern Added Warfare perks. did that. So Modern Warfare changed the entire game when they did the loadout thing, and that's what makes it such a great game. But they have I, lost their touch as well with yes adding too much. I think the biggest problem with that, actually, for especially for all the Call of Duty stuff is we talked about Final Fantasy has a niche, Halo lost its way type of deal. Call of Duty did a great job at setting its own ground and carving its own path in the beginning, at being a nice, almost war simulator without pushing it too far or being too hard. And then they came into the multiplayer, and then we got loadouts, we were like, yo, loadouts are great. And then they went one, I feel like, step too far when they added the perks. They wanted to make it customizable so well, you could be you, but how far is it before it becomes too much? But that's the thing, because Modern Warfare Four or Modern Warfare was the one that also introduced perks. It was perks and was part of the loadout system. Josh, that's, please jump into this because I know you've played a lot of Call of Duty, so you have an opinion on I'm perks. I need more F-words. I need like an F-word bank right now. <laughs> He's trying to filter himself. No, and like the thing is, is okay, my entire thing I really is. Need I'm, I need an F-word bank. I'm getting really frustrated right now. <laughs> It's getting red in the face. All I'm going to say is is that what killed Call of Duty is the fact that they feel the need to put one out every year. I think they would actually do better for themselves if they put out one every other year. It and their, their time. season, Yeah, and their season pass included more maps instead of, like, just putting out DLC. a new game every game, like, every year. It's almost like Madden at this point. You know there's going to be a new Call of Duty this year. Why bother getting the old yeah, one? And Mario already tagged me in a Facebook post. Oh, Modern Warfare 2 Remastered coming out the next Call of Duty yep. game. And the comments section on that on Facebook and YouTube already lit up. People are going, this is BS. They're going to add supply drops to it. They already know it's going to happen. They know the old deal. It's rinse and repeat every freaking year. But it's like, you just gave us Modern Warfare Remastered. Why are you going to just right away try to put out Modern Warfare 2 Remastered just to capitalize on... The popularity of that game. Call of Duty is the original. Let's make games for the money. They are the original. I understand that. But make like, games for the money. Don't you think the questions you're time? asking are literally the foundation of Call of Duty? Final Fantasy's niche, originality, story development. Call of Duty's niche. Where's your wallet at, boy? Let's <laughs> do this. Like. <laughs> You spend it all. Yeah. <laughs> He's not wrong though. Like, and the thing is, is that they weren't like that in two and three. Yeah. Like, like Mario says, that's what well, makes Modern them Warfare, great. Modern Warfare wasn't like that either. Yeah, Modern Warfare and Modern Warfare Two were were far less ambitious. But when they realized the popularity of it with Modern Warfare, Black Ops, and then Modern Warfare Two, like those three games in a row sold so well, they were just like, dude, we can make serious money off of this. How do we capitalize? And from there. The entirety of Call of Duty went in the shitter. Exactly. <laughs> so, okay, Call of Duty, weakened or stayed strong? Definitely weakened. It's going to be weakened for the sole reason of everything. Josh, I think we already know, weakened. It's um, murder. <laughs> murder. Oh, you're happy, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with weakened. Um, 
So the next one on here, uh, Kevin specifically added, and I actually agree with you, is uh, Need for Speed. Kevin, uh, I don't know. I, unleash. I unleash you, Kevin, on the Need for Speed. <laughs> need for Speed Unleash. Go, Kevin. <laughs> you know, actually, that would make a great title because I don't think they've done a Need for Speed Unleashed yet. And no, I they need haven't. To. So um, I, picked up, I picked up Need for Speed at Hot Pursuit 2. Oh, I did too. PlayStation 1, right? Okay. That was great. Yeah, that was I play, awesome. I've played that at a friend's house. And yeah. it, it was pretty cool. You, it was good. Yeah. It was great. And then... Underground. They, they fucked up and made Underground, and that might have been the best game <laughs> yeah. ever. Oh, my God. And then they took it a step further Underground. and made Underground 2. Yes. And at that point, I learned everything I ever needed to know about cars. Because <laughs> I, I remember beating that game at least six different save files. Yeah. Because that game was fantastic. You could do everything. And then they released Mon- uh, Most Wanted, which was still good. I didn't have the drive for it like I, like I had for was, Underground Was that too. what was after that one? Yeah, it was Most, most Wanted. So they tried to do... They tried to do uh, that was more of a take on Hot Pursuit, right? Yes. And it didn't... It wasn't bad. Like, the idea behind the original Most Wanted yeah. was fantastic. I think once and... they did Underground, though, like, there was... No, yeah, like, there was no going once back. Once they got away from the whole uh, cop car chase thing, mm-hmm. I was like... And, and the, the way they did Underground was phenomenal. Yes. And like like you were just saying it the other day too, the soundtracks on those games oh. was was phenomenal. I still have I'm fairly certain I still have ninety percent of both of those game soundtracks on my playlist in my iPod. Dead serious. Do you have uh, the first one had the Rob Zombie song on it, didn't yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um it also had like Element eighty. Yeah. Like oh, did you unlock I, the I uh did you ever unlock I mean you had to the uh, East Side Boys car yes. in the first one? Yes. <laughs> That thing was amazing. So but yeah, that that was the game when yeah. that came when that came out. And the second so, one was hype. most wanted was amazing, and I'm not gonna deny that it was good. But it still to me was not underground too, which is what I wanted. I wanted more underground. And then carbon, eh, carbon's all right. Carbon, carbon they tried carbon's... to they tried to put a little. It's like it was more of race. <laughs> it was just races. It was down. It was the downhill thing. They wanted yeah. to explore the the drift thing. They wanted to uh, revamp yeah. their drift controls from Underground Two, mm-hmm. and they didn't do a terrible job with it at all. But Carbon in, pardon, in and of itself, just did not work like it should have. Yeah. And then came Pro Street, and at that point, I stopped playing Need for Speed. I'll tell you why I liked Pro Street. I think yeah. it is the drag races. Is why I like Pro Street, and the and that's the thing. Drag races in Underground and Underground yeah. Two, well, I felt were better. Well, it's because it was challenging because you could have traffic and you had to yes. weave it out of the traffic for the drag. Yes, but you each had your own lane, which was cool. Yeah, which was awesome in and of itself. But in Pro Street, you could hit each other. Yeah, but that, the reason I like I, I I liked Carbon and Pro Street more than mm-hmm. I did I, for some reason. Like I liked the concept of Hot Pursuit Two with the with the. Um, with the cops chasing you and stuff, trying to get away. Yeah. But once I played underground, you know, I was like, I like the racing and I like the weaving out of the traffic. I like the mm-hmm. drifting. So I liked, I, I was more towards pro street than I was like most wanted. Yeah. Because, I get that. Because I liked the, just the racing more than yeah. I did, you know, like driving around and trying to get away from cops and stuff. Yeah. I like the fact that the most wanted, the, the aspect of most wanted that I actually loved was the fact that when you race, uh, the blacklist guys. First off, that was awesome. You had one-on-one races with these guys with these absolutely tricked-out cars, so they were difficult. Yeah. But if you won, 
you got their pink slips. That was awesome. Yeah. You got their car, and you could use that against the next guy. That, that was amazing. That was Need for Speed almost. Like I that think was you, yeah, yeah. That 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 should that right there should have been what they took from Most Wanted and kept going with, and yeah. they did not. Um, I actually, I saw it on sale on PlayStation Network. The newest Need for Speed. It was on sale for like twenty bucks if yeah. you got the deluxe edition. So I was I, like, you know what? I have it on my. Xbox. Yeah, I've never played it yet. So I was like, you know what? I'll buy it because it's the deluxe edition. You get all the DLC and all that good stuff. Let's play it. I played it for maybe an hour, and while the customization has finally gotten back to that level of underground, yeah, nothing else feels right. It's like they tried to make underground uh, free roam, but with like everything else combined, every other Need for Speed combined with it. It's like they tried too hard to relive Carbon, Most Wanted, and Underground Two in the same game and it doesn't work like that and they added the fact that you're always online and I hate that yeah I, I yeah and there's a lot what are you gonna say Scott I think the biggest problem that a lot of games had during the exact time frame that we're talking about mm-hmm. is we were finally getting game engines and everything else that could handle the idea of open world so it was one of those things that it was just well, a hot really, button well, topic for the idea of so for people yeah. to have maps that were open world was something that was like considered a quote selling point well underground for a game. i believe underground was kind of the because the first underground wasn't really open world but i think no, the, the second one was more you can, was. you can drive around yeah. was carbon like open world? i yes. owned one of these games i believe it was carbon carbon was open world most wanted was open world uh underground 2 was open world awesome then, so yeah. i own the carbon one but pro mm-hmm. street wasn't pro street was just like the fundamental uh back to just the races yes gotcha. and that's what i liked about it is it wasn't open world i could just go in and have a race you know what I mean? So I could race, I, I could drag, I could just choose what I wanted to do instead of driving around. I didn't like the realism of Pro Street, though. Because the controls felt like you were, like, it went from the arcade like, yeah. races that I got used to. To, like, a simulator. To a racing sim, and I yeah. hate that. That's exactly what I kind of wanted to say yeah. for a moment. Because when mm-hmm. you really think about racing games, there are three general classes for racing games. You've yes. got the playful fun Mario Kart Rocket League. You've got mm-hmm. the arcade type games where it's a single track, you're racing against some people, once the race is over, it's over. Yeah. And then you have racing simulators where you're really putting that extra step Forza. in there, the extra code yeah. in Forza. And uh, like dirt, all those type of things. Forza mm-hmm. I think what's good about Forza Horizon is it's more, you know, you can drive up you could drive into the grass, you could do whatever. It's not as a much of a simulator as the normal Forza is. And that's why it's hard I balance. choose to buy Horizon over regular Forza. I just don't like... like The thing about racing sims is that the controls become very precise at that point. Exactly. I prefer the the old arcade Hey, I can accidentally power into a drift that turns out to be completely awesome and gets me around this turn completely by accident. Last Need for Speed I played was uh, Rivals. Was it Rivals on PS4? Four, yeah. That's the one where you had like the powers. I think so. Right, yeah. you could get the abilities. I liked it. I mean, it wasn't Need for Speed, but I liked it. Um, there's only two driving games I truly love, and I spent over at least twenty five hundred hours on. That's Midnight Club games and uh, Gran Turismo games. See, I used to have arguments with people. It was like, no, Midnight Club's better than Underground. And I'm like, you need to shut your mouth. You need to shut your mouth. Shut your dang mouth. See, the funny thing about that, the funny thing about that is Midnight Club was a good series because it had far better customization than Need for Speed, but it still had that racing sim problem. That's That was my issue with, with Midnight Club. I liked the, 
everything just felt uh, sleek and cut with Need for Speed. Uh, Midnight Club to me just felt like clunky and like just thick. I don't know. Just it had it, the same because it's done by Rockstar. It felt like you were driving cars in Grand Theft Auto. There, there you go. Maybe, maybe that's what it is. And we, we, I keep bringing up the word niche in each, each company and each uh, general thing that we're talking about here being good at something. I think that's really where Need for Speed is a genre. Even though I've only played one, I've heard a lot of reviews on all this stuff. I think that's where they excel is the arcade type gameplay, the simplified customization. They need to go back to that. That's that's where they were doing good at. Yeah. And I think they will turn around and go back. I feel like at some point once you've lost a couple sales, you do have to backtrack. So I think I'd look forward yeah. to it. Because I think they definitely listen to the fans after the last few Well, they tried to with uh the last Need for Speed. And don't get me wrong, the last Need for Speed is a far cry improvement over the like to me. To me personally, the pro streets and the uh, carbon the, and yeah, like it almost did for a minute. there remind me of Underground 2. But once again, the controls have gotten they're still more towards the sim than yeah. the arcade to me, which if they go back to the arcadey controls, like everything like no, not everything feels the same, but you, it feels less heavy. Yeah. If they go back to that, I think I'd play me for sweet again. I just got. <clears throat> Project Cars uh, or whatever. I downloaded Project Cars. It was free. Uh, I'm about to try that, so hopefully that's good. But uh, Need for Speed, Weekend? Weekend. Weekend. Uh, weekend. I agree. Um, we're going to have to... We might have to... Or we could talk all night. Who gives a crap? Um, the, the Mario franchise, Super Mario. Uh, Who wants to start this off? Let's be like, real. Like, like, uh, Sensitive subject. Like Mario in a hole or like just the spinoffs included or... Just all of Mario franchise, anything that has Mario's name on it. Uh, dude, weekend. Weekend? Dude, weekend. I think really? I think Mario stayed strong. Weekend. I think I think I I mean, if you count like the tennis games, obviously, like the tennis one was awful, the new tennis one. But if you count um like new Super Mario like the the new three D one or whatever on the Wii U, I thought um, that was phenomenal with other people. Super Mario World three D? Yeah. That's the okay. so one, good. Right? Yeah, I like that one. Yeah, my my complaint with it though is like if I had like a, a 3ds, I probably would, I would say it's getting stronger in my opinion. Problem is, um, I was really hyped on the new like Mario Party for the Wii U. I I played for an hour and quit. I I couldn't do it. Um, it was something else I played too. Oh, I the the iPhone game. What is Mario that? Run. That's just, that's just a microtransaction to grab, obviously. Yeah. And I don't think that should be a Mario game. No. It kind of tarnishes the name. Yeah, it really does. Um, Odyssey looks great. Wish there was more on it, but I'm, I, I am hyped for Odyssey, honestly. Um, but yeah, it just. Have you played Mario Run? Which the iPhone one? Yeah, you let me try it out for a while. Yeah, I don't have an iPhone. It's on. It's on Android now. Yeah, they but there's, there's, there's most game list. I didn't get that. Yeah, neither did I. Mean, I no, but I didn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what the funny thing is? It came oh, out the same day as uh, Fire Emblem Heroes. They both came out the exact That's same day. Why no one heard about it? Yeah, pretty much. So I think that Mario as a whole is actually kind of a hard thing to go over and review because Mario isn't like a one game type of deal or a one genre type of deal. Mm -hmm. Mario is one of the few overall series that spans over everything from racing to party to turn-based RPG. They really have taken it and gone every direction they physically can. DDR. Like, I don't know how far they can go with it, but I think that's, that's their strength. 
is that they have the most flexible franchise option physically possible right now. I'm calling it right now. There will be a Mario shooter in 2018. Mario shooter. <laughs> uh, I mean, that'd be pretty unique. They got to find a way to make it uh, different from Splatoon. But I'm fairly sure they can do it. Make it, it M-rated. <laughs> DLC for Splatoon. Ooh, there you go. They could Done. do it. Done. Yeah. That's it right there. That's how they're going to do it. Mario will be in <laughs> Splatoon as a sh- it it would make perfect sense. I I Josh, I I'm I'm not trying to disagree with you. I I, I see where you're no, coming from. You can from. disagree. We have opinions here. I I see I see where you're coming from, Josh. Joshy boy, I love you. But as if you think about it that this this game series is also for children, I think it stays strong because it it I don't know. I think kids can enjoy these games no matter what. I mean, Mario Party, yes, to us, the people who grew up with Mario Party. Mario Party now is awful. But to those kids who you know are just now getting into Mario Party, it's probably fun to be cooperative and, and play together on the same screen. Because like, not a lot of games now really do that. So it's unique, I think, for them. So then, Kevin, you've been you've been in the job field in general for, for gaming stuff, right? Yeah. So my biggest thing is, and my biggest, I guess, question or statement to you, I don't really know what this would be considered, but oh, would you okay. say that Mario does a great job at being a game that not only parents can play, but also they can play with their kids? It's like a family bring-together game? Yes, actually. That's a really good way to put would it. Would you sell it like that? I think that's where they, again, have a strong point, because we're sitting here like, you know, like, we don't like certain games, but the beauty to some of the more recent Mario games that have come out is that while they are at times unfair, it's meant to be unfair so that anybody can win. If you That's, really take a time to th- sit back and think about the most recent games, they, they are kind of BS. But but you that's kind of the thing. You know about Do the I Mario. <laughs> Work on it. You get kid mode. You also but don't you, have a dad, but we could talk about that at a different yeah. time. Where's Mario Dad Party One? Where's that at? Where is it? Is he Bones? Is he Bones? It was. My you know, dad Bones. I've been waiting for is this. That, day. Is that a twist? Is he Bones? Okay. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, Mario franchise weakened or stayed strong or come back or whatever. Uh, I'm gonna have to say it's stage wrong, actually. Scott, I'm gonna have to go with stage wrong, but it's it's a hard choice. Um, right now it's dead like my dad. <laughs> what about you, Mario? <laughs> I'm gonna say stage wrong. Um, Resident Evil. Let's talk about that now. I think Resident Evil has recently just made a comeback. Yes, it has. Does anybody want to go into? Uh, okay. why, why are you hailing over there? I'm a, I'm a be- <laughs> Okay, you have different opinions. Scott's, I'm, I'm Scott's be the raising weird his guy hand like he's right in class here. right now. You can play devil's advocate. I, I am. I am. Um, Jeffrey Dahmer. Oh, God. <laughs> so the biggest thing is that there's a lot, and I mean a lot of hate, at Resident Evil like 5 and 6. Yeah. And, and like a crazy amount. And mm-hmm. I can see the reasons why. But I do have to give the entire Resident Evil franchise props for trying to take the path for multiplayer. When we... And I'm going to do this for everything, I promise you. I'm going to bring up the whole niche thing. Oh, my so, gosh. Okay, here we go. Every time. So, Resident Evil. Do I get to strength. slap you every time you do it? You can, if you really okay, want. Okay, cool. Make sure you're nice and light right here. Okay. You guys are rivals. <laughs> <laughs> so, Resident Evil does really well, and their main strong point back in the old school days, Resident Evil 1, 2, 3. was horror. It was horror, and it was the fact that you were alone. They tried to make a game that was multiplayer. Now, I've played the multiplayer part of both 5 and 6, and I enjoy the multiplayer part. Granted, no, it's not as scary as we expect Resident Evil to be, but in terms of being a fun multiplayer game, killed it. Screw (laughs) 6. Go ahead. 
I can honestly say I haven't played six. Six is the only, probably the only one I haven't played. I started playing at three. Uh, Three was good. Four was fantastic. Six is a Michael Bay zombie wet dream. I'm saying right now, I don't give a crap about six. It is. It really is. It wasn't even fun. It was horrible. Okay, so I can skip six safely then. Yes, I liked it. Okay. I, I actually really liked five. Five was probably the one that I spent the most time playing. Um, I did too, actually. Was, I got the limited RPG at the end. That right. Was so much fun. Yes. I was like, I played four and five more than any of the other games. Um, I remember the Operation Raccoon City. I remember Code Veronica and those games, the ones that were actually supposed to be like online playable. Like, Code Veronica did a pretty good job of doing multiplayer and horror, but like, five felt more like an action game. Mm-hmm. Um, four had the survival aspect, but it didn't seem as scary. I was talking about four was scary. Four, four did Those aren't cutscenes. Press A. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, yeah, you're right. You're right. That. They, they you, were killing you're right about that. that. Yeah. Oh, you, you think you're gonna relax? No, it's Resident Evil. You're in the wrong house. Cutscenes. <laughs> cutscene. Who does that? We don't. That was like you're the right. first. That was like the first thing to really do that. It, yeah, actually, like in hindsight, yeah, I could definitely yeah, I see them be the first ones for it. It was one. Of, it was definitely one of the first few that did it right, if if nothing else. Because that whole single player by yourself and always. Oh being my on god, edge, dude! That stupid that stupid fight, that knife fight, that bothered me. I, so uh, can um, we just r- real quick? I just have to bring okay. this up. Has anybody here played Operation Raccoon City? Garbage. No, I wanted to. No. Okay. I, I did a little that. bit. I pre-ordered that crap. Did they ever come out I with the second too. one? I did too. They were talking about a second one. I don't think they ever did they it. They better not. That needs to stop. Yeah, Operation I, I just defended Raccoon. a lot. I just put my life on the table and said, hey, I will defend five and six. I said that. I stand by it. I will not defend Raccoon City. I didn't even know that one came out. I it was, what did it come it out was, on? It was yes, not that three great. It was PlayStation Xbox, 3, Xbox, 60. and you can still buy it for PC, but it won't work. I'm going to be dead honest with everybody right now as a PC they gamer. It? It's not that it's they stopped it. It's that it's just broken. So you'll try to join my game, and it'll be like, there's no game. <laughs> and we sat there forever trying to just line it up to <laughs> so work. So is that why Operation you don't like it? Game. Is those issues? It's, it's multiple issues. It comes down to gameplay mechanic itself is not well-refined, which is something normally Resident Evil does great at. The story part of it conflicts with other stories for Resident Evil. It's number two. Number three, connectivity issues to your friends. If you're trying to play with somebody else, even on console back then, it would be hard to get into a game. you drop out midway, and when you did, you had to restart the whole level. Each level was maybe 35 to 40 minutes long. Just overall, nothing but complaints for it. I don't think we should put that in have consideration. You, have you played Biohazard yet? New one? No. I haven't had a chance and to yet. So none of you guys have played it? Not seven. I've watched you play. I'm gonna let you borrow. I've right? watched you play. John Kenoki's playing it right now. You guys need to play. I'm with the VR for it. I heard the VR is insane for it. It does look pretty crazy. People say they played again on VR and Madhouse, and they just scream because Madhouse yep. actually is old school, where you go in, um, say points are now cassette players, as always, so you get tapes, and on top of that, the enemies, uh, different spawn locations now, and the keys you don't earn by like going around looking for them. The keys you have to pay for, and you have to farm for coins too. Everything is switched up in Madhouse, and it's always random when you die and restart the game. So, I say we, let's move on to the next game. Um, we've talked <laughs> enough about Resident Evil with, when when we talked about the movie on our movie version or movie series, which is, I guess, regular Cinema Seven, and then you know we've talked a little bit about it here. And plus, we can have we can go all day about these games, uh, Resident yeah, Evil, true. weakened or comeback or stayed strong. 
I want to say comeback if we count six as terrible. Yeah. I would say strong as a franchise strictly because they're trying to be adaptable, which yeah. is important today. Josh, comeback. I would have to say, um, I guess I would say stay strong because there's, there. I mean, if you six is one game, you know, every, the, out of the whole series, you know, they've stayed, they've stayed strong. So I'll say, keep in mind, Scott, he didn't play Operation Raccoon City. Have you played Res- Revelations? With yes. the crabs? I Shut up. <laughs> Bird <Bernard laughs> told me. <laughs> I screamed so hard. Okay, um, Dark Souls. Who wants to... Scott, uh, this is mainly you, Josh. Oh, heck yeah, it is. So tell us a little bit about what your your opinion is about Dark Souls. Weekend. Weekend, really? It's, really? It's still a good game, but it's Weekend. It, from, if you go from Demon's Souls up until now, it's Weekend. Uh, Demon's Souls 1 and Dark Souls 1. Well, Demon's Souls and Dark Souls 1 were strong. I played Dark Souls 1 the absolute crap out of Kevin's surprised right now. Yeah, I'm yeah. actually... Okay, so I've only played Demon's Souls, Dark Souls 1, and Dark Souls 2. I hate Dark Souls 2. Yeah, Dark Souls 2 doesn't really do anything. I feel me. like they did a graphics downgrade. Which yes. I don't care for graphics that much, but then they're like, we're really? going to add... Yeah, they're going to they're gonna add... They added uh, dual swords, like two-handed. I thought it was awesome. But everything else was just like... Either bosses were too easy... Or they're way too hard, which I get it's a Dark Souls game, but it got to a point where it's like, okay, here's the first boss, do it, okay, it's kind of hard, die two times. Alright, next boss is uh, two of them, so um, here's uh, here's half a sword that's broken, and you do it, but like the rewards weren't as good, and then Dark Souls 3 was better than 2, wasn't better than 1. I feel like they're kind of in that zone where they don't know where they're going, and of course, um, the lore for it's amazing, but there's no continuous story for it, no one knows the story for it. There's like a... 400 year jo- uh, jump between each game lore wise if I remember correctly and the company's also giving uh, anyone that decodes the story correctly mm. uh, they're gonna give them like all access like packages and all that and like a million like not a million but like um, a lot of money they said they figure out the story like it's that cryptic no one knows what the freaking story is oh, but I like oh. it does Bloodborne have anything to do with the story or uh, uh, no, no it's just it's just the company honestly Bloodborne uh, was amazing I had them that game in all the DLC. That game was hard. That game was so hard. Here's my next topic, though. So, do you count that in the dark, in the series, or is that a separate game? Franchise? I count it separate, honestly. But here's my thing too, and this kind of relates to everyone here. What do you think when people say, "Oh, it's a Souls game," aka Neo, aka Lords of the Fallen, all that stuff? When a okay. game comes out, trying to be original in its own, they go, "Oh, it's a Souls game." Okay, Lords of the Fallen. No, I would slap fire out of anybody for telling me that. I will exactly. flat. I will tell you, uh, Lords of the Fallen. Did you like Lords of the Fallen? No, I hated it. I got it. halfway through, never finished it. I'll tell you what I didn't I like it. was the way the camera, like the whole camera view. It was wonky. It was so bad. Like it would like it would move on its own, and it, mm-hmm. I, I, uh, like I understand what they're trying to say when they make the comparison to to a Souls game, but do not tell me Lords of the Fallen is a Souls game. I will slap fire out of you flat. That game was terrible. I got it for free on PlayStation Plus. I yeah. played it for an hour, and I'm like, "What the hell is this?" Exactly, same thing. I had it; for, it was free on Xbox. Hated it. Yeah. I, <laughs> wow, like, you were I, very straight faced right now. He's not passion. even like smiling. I hate that yeah, game with a passion. It's not garbage, but it's bad. Did you it's even, so bad. Did you mention Dark Souls Three? Yeah. Was that an upgrade, or was that it was an upgrade from two? But below one. Below one, in my opinion. Below one, but better than two. Okay, but not a comeback. Eh, not a comeback. No. So, I feel, but, like, but I feel Neo, like they have so much hype behind them, they're using it to go into their head. Would you say Neo is better than Dark Souls? I was going to say, it, uh, I'm enjoying 
more than any Souls game besides Star Souls 1, uh, Neo. I really am enjoying it. They introduced Clan Wars recently, uh, Transformations, which Dark Souls had, but not quite like this. It wasn't as complicated in Neo. But also, in my opinion, um, the enemies are a little more unique. And plus, I like Ninja Gaiden. So you throw Ninja Gaiden there, you got an amazing game. I, 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 I feel like this is a sleeper hit of the year so far because Le- no one bought it. Like, legitimately, every time I look at Neo, the first thing that comes to mind is it's Onimusha. Exactly. Yeah, and I miss that series, and that's the biggest reason why I want to play it. Question. Is the, are the makers of Dark Souls the same as the ones for Neo? No. no. They're actually no. the guys that did Gaiden. Yeah, the guys Whoa. who did Ninja Gaiden Team are Ninja. the guys who did mm-hmm. Neo. Do you think Dark Souls is in a bad spot now? Dark Souls is already over. Yeah. They've already said that they're not making another Dark Souls game. 3 was the last when one. The Switch comes out and it's Nintendo Dark Souls. I would buy that actually that'd be pretty cool actually like, uh, I mean but let's be fair they did it for Bloodborne Bloodborne was a Playstation exclusive yeah. supposed to be Dark Souls game so it's possible they could have a Nintendo Switch one which would be awesome I'd buy it for that I'd maybe they're it. just gonna expand on uh, Bloodborne I would love to see them do that actually I wouldn't mind I a Bloodborne that. too not at all dude Bloodborne was amazing that was how I love Bloodborne Bloodborne was so have you, good have you played the Dark Souls games I have only played part of number Two, which is the intro part of it. Yeah, I play two. I that's why I mean I. It's not necessarily my kind of game. I'm not like a run around slash stuff up kind of guy. So it's not something I could get into. But I can see the appeal in it. I shelled out two hundred bucks on two and three. Oh, God. Keep that in mind for the statues. So I have them in my room. I look up on the right bookshelf, number three. Kind of smile. Do you wish the there was a neo crown. statue? Yes, I do actually. <laughs> I really do. Um, so, but like to be honest, it's a sleeper hit. They didn't do any special edition for it. Obviously. So Dark Souls, you believe has weakened? It is weakened. Not a lot, but it's weakened for sure. Scott, you have no opinion because you haven't played all of them. Yeah, you're you're correct. I haven't played. Enough I also to have give an no opinion, opinion. But I I would feel like they would stay strong because of the how many people I see buying Dark Souls. Kevin, what's your opinion? I haven't played three. Is the only one that I have not played. Yeah. Um, Demon Souls and Dark Souls. I would say definitely. I think when when Josh says that they've weakened, it's because the level of difficulty in Demon Souls and Dark Souls, I think, was much higher. It was a lot higher in Dark yeah. Souls 1, yeah. It was higher in 1 and Demon Souls. Demon Souls specifically, I played that game for an hour, got pissed off at it, and took it back. Like, Demon Souls 2 or 3? No, Demon Souls was the precursor. Demon the Souls precursor. was the first one. Was the Before very first Souls game. it was even Souls called game. Dark Souls. It yeah. came out, no one knew what it was. And it was it. a PlayStation 3 exclusive. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then they made Dark Souls For and brought consoles. it to yeah. to both consoles, and like that's when it really hit the fan. Yeah, that's when it really like that Dark Souls. I think was actually better than Demon Souls, but um, like those two games, the difficulty scale was off the chain. And Dark Souls one, I remember getting really frustrated with it, but for some reason, I was like compelled to keep playing. Demon Souls just pissed me off. I'm not gonna lie. What about, <laughs> what about uh, Dark Souls two? Do you agree with him that one is better than two? Without a doubt. Yeah. Like, I played two, and, like, I think I've gotten a lot farther in two than i ever gotten one, but that, to me, is not a good thing. Like, that actually tells me that either... I don't feel like I got better. It wasn't challenging enough. Yes. I got one quick question. So, we talked about Dark Souls and how, like, it possibly is, like, decline-type video. What about that genre or that kind of game? Do you think that's going to stay around the whole, like grind against 
yourself game. So it will. Game? It'll stay around. I hope so. But I now, really do. With Neo, probably. Well, do you think you Neo see? can take off as a series? I haven't. I haven't I, played it. Like, what do, what do you think? I've not finished it. Let me see how it ends, and I'll, I'll decide off that. But so far, it's fantastic. I have okay. honestly no complaints for the game so far. There, there's a market for it, so my I am qu- personally interested where that can go to. My question to you is, Josh, you um, said Neo is kind of a like a um, a sleeper hit yeah. in a way. I see a lot of people like really talking about it though. So do you think it's it's kind of like a? My thing is, at first when it came out, it was a sleeper hit because you know stores didn't have a lot of copies. Um, major retailers didn't wasn't heavily advertised. Yeah, which no. like every Dark Souls game now. Now, is. now you're seeing advertisements yeah. for it. I think um, also the reason why it's popular is uh, YouTubers are playing it. That's how games get popularity too. Like I'm not gonna lie, I didn't play Dark Souls one until PewDiePie played it. I was like, what's this game? This looks pretty cool. I'm gonna play it, and I played it. I was still working. I was still working at GameStop when the first Demon Souls came out, and like one of my coworkers was like, "Oh my god, this game is so hard!" And I'm like, "It can't be that hard." I I was wrong. I was horribly, horribly wrong. But I don't blame him. I'm actually. I really hope that the genre stays around. We. I think that as gamers, and this is my own little personal thing. I think that we as gamers have lost that sense of difficulty we used to get as kids. Like, I I dare anybody in this room right now to go back and beat the original Lion King game for the SNES and Sega Genesis. Do you not remember Mega Man? Right, exactly. Those games were difficult. (laughs) And we don't have that difficulty anymore. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. You go the fuck home and you stay there. Mickey Mouse, Castle of Illusions. Okay. Ooh, on the Sega, right. Sega Genesis. Yes. Oh my right. god. And like we, like as in, like Ghost over the cools. years, like over the years, we've lost that sense of difficulty. So like having Dark Souls around reminds me of where we used to be as gamers, as far as difficulty goes. So I love it. That's that in and of itself is what makes me love the series, and I hope it stays around. So the next game on the list is Uncharted. Now, who who picked Uncharted? It was me. It sucks. <laughs> okay, go elaborate. Out. Okay. All right, the next game. What's the next one? Um, to be honest, I feel like it's just a graphical show off, and I'm okay with like Indiana Jones type, you know, Tomb Raider s games, but you know, Uncharted One. They're like, this is the best PS3 game ever. I played it. I was like, that it's all right. I think it was the best. Uncharted Two. I do think it's the best out of the four, but I'm not gonna go as far in saying this is what made the PS3. No, I thought it was stupid. Well, this is my opinion. Is they the first two Uncharted or the first Uncharted, they compared it heavily to being a Tomb Raider like game. Mm-hmm. But now they're comparing Tomb Raider to Uncharted. So But Tomb Raider came first. Yeah, that's I, actually I a that. really no, good point. But but Tomb Raider changed its whole as whole thing just exactly. to be like Uncharted. Exactly. Tomb Raider started out as its own thing. Uncharted came along and took what Tomb Raider did and made minor adjustments here and there. And then Tomb Raider rebooted yeah. and made minor adjustments from Uncharted. So they both really mm. work well together uh, competing because they force each other to get better at what they do. I'll tell you what, this new term, Tomb Raider franchise, though, is off the chain. Amazing. Dude, the first one of the series was so good. I just love watching her die. Like, I, I love watching her die. I feel like Scott died right now. But her death scenes are brutal. Yeah, they're they are funny. so... The dude, the spike... Yes, that's the exact one I was thinking of. The, the new um, Tomb Raider 
the newest one looks more as if they did. I didn't play it, but I've watched like you know. It looks more puzzle based. It look yeah. It looks like cool it, it looks like they took see the first Tomb Raider, the new re- reboot, the first one looks more like Uncharted, where in like more of a survival type game, where the new Tomb Raider looks as if they did everything from they took Uncharted, but they also took elements of old school Tomb Raider, because there's more puzzles it looks like involved. And it's it just looks more like about the mission on hand versus you know like trying to survive type of deal. And they did the whole survival thing for the first Tomb Raider on purpose because it was supposed to be the reboot. It was the new entry to the younger yeah, Tomb Raider when she works. was first starting out. They did it phenomenally. It was supposed yeah, like you were saying, it, it was supposed to be like why she's so so good at what she does now. Like she had to she had to learn those skills to survive that first adventure, and now. You get to deal with the puzzles and stuff like like she's used to. It makes yeah. perfect sense, and it was great. It was fantastically done. So, so this is completely sidetracked, but Tomb Raider, yeah, definitely improved. Everybody around the table cool with that? Uh, comeback. I'd say <laughs> yeah. comeback. And actually, uh, if you look yeah, at the list, Tomb Raider was one of the games, I believe. I, told I believe it actually was. Down. Oops. And I put that as my comeback. Knock one out. Yeah, um, Tomb, I'd say. Yeah, I believe I mean, it actually was. We might as well just say Tomb Raider comeback. It's a comeback. It's a comeback, yeah. <laughs> But uh, Uncharted. Um, it was, in fact, on the list. Yep. It was. Do you think... <laughs> that's one one down. Un- <laughs> Uncharted, Kevin, do you think it's been uh, stayed strong, or do you think it uh, has weakened? Um, I have not played four. Uh, I only... That's not really my genre of game, so I've only played a little bit of each, but what I did play of each was really good. I have to agree with Josh. I think two was the best in the series so far. Um, but... It was fun. Like, it, it was legitimately fun, but that's just not my series of games. The only reason I played Tomb Raider as long as I did is because I was so engrossed in the story. And Uncharted didn't do that for me. Uh, Scott, do you have an opinion on Uncharted? Um, my biggest part with that, just a quick thing. So you you played two, Kevin? Yes, I did. Would you, you liked it more than the others, but did you dislike any of the other ones? Or were they all just, like, fun? No, they were all fun, and I'm not going to say I disliked any of them. Yeah. Um, between one, two, and three, I they're did, just they're just not your. They're type just of not game. my type of game. They're they're not something that I would actively like go out and buy or like go through all of it. Yeah, like the, the only reason I played them was because they were lent to me, gotcha. and I played them for a little while. And after I got bored with it, which probably about halfway through the game, I admit, but you know, about that time, I was like, all right, well, I'll give it back to them. It was fun while it lasted, though. I came into it about midway in the series, probably around the two. Two three ish zone, especially with the portable versions coming out, because I played it on like the PS Vita, which was actually pretty good as well. I really, I really appreciate the fact, and I don't think it's gotten stronger or gone down. I think it's maintained its own place on the shelf, and its own little storyline. I don't think it's really made any leaps and bounds, but it definitely hasn't gone down. Like you said, it's nothing negative. Just they're all fun games. Boring weekend next. <laughs> So, uh, actually, we're going to cut it short here. <laughs> that is part one. We have, we have like, 10, 10, 11 more game franchises we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about it in our part two episode. So, um, definitely look forward to our, our the second half of this um, discussion. Uh, thank you for listening to Cinema 7. Uh, check us out on Twitter at Cinema 7 underscore podcast. Or look us up on Facebook at Cinema 7. Um, that's Cinema... Uh, the number seven E V E N. Uh, also, if you haven't heard, subscribe to our newsletter. Um, if you go to our webpage, which is cinema7podcast.com, 
you can on the podcast on the episodes uh, page you can you'll see like a drop down and say uh, you know subscribe to a newsletter you can subscribe there and um, you know we'll give you a little uh, we'll give you a brief overview of the whole episode that just released or the recent episode and you'll get it in your email or whatever but you know you can see how you can either read it and see if you want to listen to it or you can read it and if you don't have time to listen to it whatever uh, but definitely describe to that and uh, I'm gonna pass it off to my uh, co-host right now for the gaming series uh, to talk about their channels like Scott um, tell us more about uh, your YouTube channel awesome awesome so I'm Scott Diosta. I have a YouTube channel over at YouTube.com. You can definitely check it out. It is YouTube, and just search Diosta, D-Y-E-O-S-T-A. I do my best to play a good amount of indie titles, but I do like to try to do some bigger things here and there. And definitely uh, watch his uh, Mr. Masaji trilogy. <laughs> I play a lot of weird games. Just I'm going to give you a fair warning now. Uh, Kevin, um, t- uh, plug, your, plug your Twitch for us. Because you are you stream games and stuff, and you're trying to get that YouTube up. Yeah, so I'm I'm kind of working on it. Uh, I'm not anywhere near as advanced as these guys. These guys have wonderful content. Uh, I'm working on getting the Twitch running uh, very very you know regularly. Um, but it's uh, Twitch.tv/slash Phoenix zero seven two seven P H E O N I X zero seven two seven. Come watch me play games and come chat with me. Like that's kind of the entire point of it. And uh, I'll start putting up some YouTube videos of my Twitch play, so you guys can kind of make fun of me and or whatever on there as well. If they disagree with anything you said, can they argue with you on your Twitch? Yeah, absolutely. Why not? Let's right have a discussion. There, there's a reason right there to watch his yeah, Twitch alone because hey. I would love to see Kevin get super salty in the middle of the Definitely. Uh, def- good <laughs> luck. But you know what? You bring out the right. You bring out the right thing. I might just. All I'm saying is, if you want to argue with Cinema Seven, I would love that. I would love you to debate us on Twitter or on Facebook. You can, because that makes you a part of the show. And I think you being a part of the show and discussing stuff and debating stuff with us is awesome. And definitely do that with these guys because these guys love what they're doing. And, you know, my main man is always with me on the on the movies podcast sometimes when he's when he can. And he sticks with me for the gaming series. Um, Josh Haddix. Do you want to forget my name? That was bad. <laughs> no, I was thinking about what to say. You looked I right to, in the eyes and just said, yeah, you, like, that guy over there. No, I didn't. All around me are familiar. <laughs> No, I was trying to think of something to, to say to, to um. Do you want to plug your Twitch because you do? Hey, it's, it's just entrails of the forgotten, all one word, no caps or anything like that. Spell it. Spell it. <laughs> Spell it. <laughs> it. It. So um. Biatch. So uh, if you if you're excited about movies, check out some of our movie reviews are for Cinema Seven, and me and Josh are actually gonna watch uh, get. Was it Get Out? Yeah. We're gonna watch Get Out this weekend, and we're gonna talk about that and review it for an episode. And whoever won, what you want to be on that? Yeah, sure. And then also one quick question for Josh: Are you gonna do the Resident Evil like Madhouse mode? Yeah. When are you gonna do that on your Twitch? Uh, I'm getting the last uh, defense scroll right now. And okay, I'll be cool. good to go. I just wanted to put that out there because I will be personally watching that. It'll live. be on Twitch, and I will be uh, punching my wall. <laughs> if you didn't see the Dark Souls 3 uh, tequila run, I did punch a lot of shit in my room. And, and I, throw up. At, oh my god, I did throw up. At least you're me, I threw up at the end of the stream. Quality content. Um, so I guess we should do our old tradition where we're going to on Josh joke. 
If okay, you okay so not honestly, um, I'm a Josh Tuck for this episode. I do feel kind of like a dick that my dad's dad makes fun of him. Um, I do a picture of him for you. So this is my dad. <laughs> um, it's bones from it's bones. It's dry bones. <laughs> I'm bones. <laughs> We're Cinema Seven. Thank you for listening with us. Thank you for gaming with us, and thank you for adventuring with us. What you know about me in the kitchen eating chicken top of ramen with my best friend? The ramen never ends. I love it so much, boy. I finish eat boxes of ten. Listen to me, so watch it all over. That's how I be. Squad up with me, we just go eat. Ramen all day, we don't play, we just play. We see fees, we say hey. Eating the burner fire right now. Man, it's hot up in my mouth. You can find me eating ramen up on my couch. Every time I slap a bra, I say wow. wow. Me and my group, we roll out. We buy boxes, man, we go all out. We bought in sriracha and eggs. Some stupid couple noodles, they fake. Cause ain't nobody wanting that taste. Nah. Y'all putting peas in the cup, nah, thanks. Y'all putting corn in the cup, y'all.